Hello and welcome to episode four of the NPR Coaching Podcast with your host Nathan Rawlings. In this episode, I chat to Luke Turner, who recently completed an astonishing 100k ultra marathon. We discussed preparation needed to complete such an event, along with the mental and physical resilience for such an endurance. I hope you enjoy it, and if you do, please tag us on your socials. Welcome, Luke, to the NPR Coaching Podcast. How are you today, mate? I'm very well, mate. How are you, Nate? Yeah, I'm very, very good. Thanks for joining me. Uh, I know you're very, very busy. Um, with your uh, with your job so yeah i'll um if you want to introduce yourself quickly tell us about sort of who you are your sort of background in the industry and sort of how you got to where you are today will be lovely yeah well firstly thank you for having me um this is my first podcast so let's see where we uh, we go with this <laughs> but yeah so my name's luke thank you for the introduction um i'm 24 um i've been in the fitness industry now for seven years and um God, where do we start so um, from being at school, it wasn't my strong point, um, suffered with dyslexia, really wasn't interested in anything but football. So from the age of 10, all I knew was that I wanted to become a professional footballer, as I'm sure 80% of the male population um, is the same, right? So um, yeah, I, I was trying to pursue a career um, in football and I couldn't wait to finish at the age of 16 school left with about two qualifications, two GCSEs and delved straight into Bromley Football Club, which is where really I picked up my passion for training and um, personal training, actually, and how I got to where I am today. So uh, Bromley Football Club, great, great, great club. And where they are now is, is even better. Um, and I really started to hone my craft in uh, playing football and training and, and focusing on that aspect of becoming a professional athlete. And um, had some opportunities playing first team football, but didn't get my opportunity with, with taking it any further without going into too much detail with it. But football is a very um, ruthless game. So I probably, if I had the mindset I have now, then things may be a little bit different, but yeah. I wouldn't take back anything that, that's changed. But towards, um, well, I've basically done a sports degree, um, uh, sorry, uh, a sports diploma in, it wasn't that good, <laughs> uh, just basically alongside my football training. So we would, it was a program at Bromley Football Club where it was a two-year course. We'd be playing football every single day. So for a 17-year-old boy, it was like a dream world. We'd be yeah. playing every day. The only downside was that we had to do all of our qualifications on the side, which has now uh, stood me in um, a good position. So um, yeah, but towards the, the second year, it was the opportunity to either go out and work or it was a case of doing another year and doing a personal training qualification. So I was like, you know what? I don't know where football's going to take me. So let me find a backup plan. And I really loved training a lot of the boys. Um, I was training a lot myself and, and probably partly why I, I didn't get that opportunity to play any further because I got too bulky and, and being a footballer, <laughs> bodybuilding and, and, uh, and football doesn't go together. So i um, done my personal training level, level two, done it level three. And then straight away jumped into a commercial gym, um, worked there for two years. Soon started to realize that it was quite difficult to put my touch on it. Um, I was quite creative. Um, and what I started to realize is that I, I, the, the visions I had for the future weren't to be working in the commercial gym for the rest of my life. So within two years, I, I found a venue in Croydon, um, which was called Addiscombe Fitness. Yep. And Addiscombe Fitness was basically the reason why it was called Addison Fitness is because 
uh, I was like, we're in Addiscombe and it's about fitness. <laughs> so that's as creative as it got. Uh, yeah. But really the premise of that was building a one-to-one personal training business. And that quickly um, started to really pick up some traction, um, really learn a lot being on my own. Uh, but again, um, as any entrepreneur will tell you or anyone in the personal training business, it can be lonely, especially I was in a, yeah. in a studio about a thousand square foot. So, you know, it was you and one other person, which was great. You built some fantastic relationships, but in terms of growing a business and scaling it, I couldn't really see the vision in that. So after two years, um, I turned Addiscan Fitness into Transform to Fit. So the idea behind that was to be able to eventually get to where we are today. I thought if we branch out to, let's say, Causton, where we are today, um, you know, are people going to associate Addiscombe Fitness with the business that we are? We're going to, we can't call ourselves Addiscombe Fitness. We're not Addiscombe anymore. So yeah. um, Transform to Fit came about, T2 Fit, which is um, the business name and, and the brand I now own and run the business here in Old Causden. Um, we started to pick up um, small group and large group personal training sessions and we built the business from there. Quickly, we grew to a stage of where we couldn't facilitate any more members. And um, four years in, we um, basically in May this year, um, took on a new premises, 2,500 square foot gym, old church in Old Coulsdon, um, and transformed it into, yeah, a fantastic facility, which is now thriving um, with a great team behind me. Yeah, I've been following your, your journey for a little while now. So yeah, I've, I've seen you sort of go from that, not a small sports hall, but yeah, it was a decent amount of space, but a lot of one-to-one stuff into this massive mm. state-of-the-art gym that you've got now, which has been uh, really, really impressive. Yeah, you, do you know what? It's, it's very scary. So last year, um, towards the end of the year, I was I was not in a good place, really. I, you know, at the very su- successful gym in Croydon, but when you're a one-man band, it's really challenging to try and, you know, um, think about the future holidays. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're thinking about family and, and, um, creating a, a family in the next couple of years, you think, oh, is this what I'm going to be really doing for the rest of my life? One-to-ones grinding every hour. Um, I mean, it was, it was rewarding in the, in a way that we had some fantastic members, the results were great, but I knew that what I had, um, in terms of a vision, um, it needed to be, it, I needed to think bigger. Um, and to be honest with you, over the last year, I've been looking for the right location, and this just turned up at the right time. At the end of last year, I was at the stage of honestly thinking about packing personal training up and, and looking at something else. Um, what that was, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but it was kind of, I was at the stage of, you know, I've been looking, I've been searching. I wasn't, I wasn't looking hard enough, if I'm being honest. And then in December, just stumbled upon this location, went and viewed it and was like, right, bang, this is what we need. Yeah. It, was, it, was three, it is three times the size of where we were. And I knew that we needed a team. So... In terms of going from a one-man band to looking after my little pinky to then yeah. um, looking after six, six, after six other members of, of the team um, was like, wow, this is this is a big jump, but the, yeah. a, a right jump. And where we are now, to give you some perspective, we're we're just approaching. We we offer a thirty foot through our doors, and um, we're now at ninety eight. So since May, um, three months on, we literally just hit three months. We've had 98 new people step wow. foot through our doors. We've now got 70 active members um, from a tiny 30 uh, that we were yeah. in Addiscombe. So to give you an idea, we've grown rapidly over three months. Yeah. But that's partly uh, due to having a fantastic team behind us here as well. Yeah, man, it's perfect. And um, what have you been up to recently? Because the, uh, the reason I got you on here was uh, 
pretty exciting challenge that you uh you set yourself not too long ago do you want to tell us more about that yeah i mean like i said in a bit of a dark place at the end of last year and i started to well being in lockdown as well you know it's been hard the last year and a half trying to bounce back and pivot and um, going online doing stuff um at the gym and then closing down again i mean for, for a small business a very small business like myself it was challenging so um exercise was kind of my outlet and then i randomly just one day was like do you know what it was david goggins actually who inspired me i, I watched something and i was like do you know what i'm gonna go and do a marathon tomorrow <laughs> yeah I'm go and do a marathon so anyway when i done the marathon little did i know um i took no water didn't prepare right <laughs> for it at all i thought do you know what 42k that's fine i'll be back in like a couple of hours yeah didn't realize at all like, i was in a bad state bad bad state so I'm um, three hours in, I'm like screaming to get home and I live really? in Catrum. So it's very up and down. Yeah. Very hilly. And, uh, yeah. So the next day I, I rung my pal Brad and I was like, I've just done a marathon. Do you fancy it? Like you give it a go. <laughs> I challenge you to hundred K and he called me out on it. So I was like, I'll tell you what. All right. So next thing you know, a week later, we booked onto this race, the stones, um, uh, trail run. And yeah. uh, six months started at the 1st of January, basically. So oh, yeah. um, we've been working from a training program, which has been um, pretty intense, especially trying to juggle the business and, and growing. Um, obviously, we, we took on, we started doing works to the new location here in March 2021. And we started training program in January 20, 2021. So as things ramped up, so was the works here at the gym and, and trying to launch and and have open days and get new members through the door and, and see some uh, give me a focus and something to kind of you know on a sunday going out we generally have like a um a long run on a sunday so it give me some uh, breathing space and some headroom to go out and just think about like okay what we've got next week you know or um reflect over the week that's just gone so yeah, yeah in last well two weeks ago now so um the 16th of may uh, we where are we where are we now july now may? end of july july <laughs> about Jesus. six weeks ago I, think it was <laughs> God. I know it was it was what was it three weeks ago now i'm lost i'm lost with days anyway <laughs> yeah we took on the 100k challenge um we got it done finished it in 13 hours and 58 minutes oh yeah um but it, I, I tell you what the training program like i said where i live in catrum where it was so up and down that's just where we trained yeah so we we got up to 60 kilometers in our training that was the highest it went up to um, which is a marathon and a bit um, to give you some perspective as how the training program works. We basically um, increased our kilometers every Sunday. Right, so okay. every Thursday and Saturday, we had like a, either a 10 or a 15 K run. Um, and then every Sunday we started from the 17 K, which was like at the time. I've never run past 15 K. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, we eventually got up to 60. So at one point, I think about 10 weekends on the trot, we'd done a marathon and a bit. So it was a marathon then a marathon and two kilometers, marathon and four kilometers, wow. marathon and six. Yeah. So um, by the time we'd actually started the race on race day, race of the stones, the hundred kilometer run, we got to 50K and it was like, uh, it's nothing. Uh, easy. <laughs> as, as time went on, it became more and more challenging. So eventually we got to 60K, tapered it back down. Um, and then it was a completely different outlook in terms of training for me because I've always had a background of um, lifting weights, building muscle. And, and the discipline with that was probably the most challenging part. Um, yeah obviously having this beautiful new gym and I couldn't really train in it. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to do a couple of sessions, but I was like, nah, I can't do this. I was trying, yeah. I actually, 
the whole goal when we started out this challenge was for me to be able to drop some body weight and muscle mass to be able to actually run about two months in joints were hurting my ankles my knees i was just brad who i was running with yeah. um he's 10 kilos lighter than me so imagine yeah. me trying to run with brad who's a stronger runner than me anyway yeah and um keep up with him it was it was quite a quite tough and then training again on the monday coming back in and working on my own program just wasn't working so i, I basically shut down my strength training program <laughs> and just worked on on the running and god did i lose some weight uh, yeah. i mean i'm just i'm just starting to put on a little bit of muscle now two weeks in just getting back into a medium um, t-shirt. It's, it's, it's nice to get back into yeah exactly <laughs> honestly it was getting to the stage where i nearly had to buy some new tops it's crazy but no it's nice being back in the gym and lifting some weights and then yeah focusing on another goal now and what was it like? Um, how important was it like training with a partner? What did what did Brad bring? Or did, do you think you could have done it without Brad? Or was he like a, a main sort of component to your yeah. running? Yeah. I mean, I could have done it without Brad for sure. I'm going to say that anyway. Aren't I? But, um, <laughs> he listens. Being with Brad was very helpful because, I mean, on a Sunday, we're best mates anyway. So on a Sunday, when you're running at the, at the, the distances that we were running at, um, you can talk. So if anyone out there is thinking, you how can you talk when you're running for that long? Yeah. But honestly, it's it's a slow, steady pace, and that time just went so quickly. So we would be talking about the week. He'd be talking about his work. I'd be talking about my work. We'd be bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, so before you know it, like time was yeah. just flying by on a Sunday, especially when you're running for like four to six hours. Yeah. Um, we'd have spells of talking for two hours, and we'd put some music in, listen to a podcast, just to try and kill the time. It wasn't even a case of your body but our bodies are both we're both fit guys it was more the mind which was the challenge yeah. it was trying to keep um stimulated for that period of like four to six hours and not want to give up and sack it off um but i can safely say we stuck to every single um day yeah. i even had a sheet if anyone follows me on instagram of just crossing it out every every monday i got in green line through the, another week another week yeah. i had it printed out and i looked at it and was just like another week complete another week complete another week closer to, to lifting some weights being back in the gym and um, obviously as well, it's, it was a challenge um, with family and my girlfriend. She she obviously listens to a 4.30 alarm every day. Yeah. So having it on a Sunday as well, because we would try and purposely get out earlier. So you could still, still um, have the weekend. She was more buzzing at the oh, end yeah. than I was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, Brad was, Brad was very important. Um, and it was days that he didn't feel like it that I picked him up and days I didn't feel like it. I picked him up. We had niggles and, and struggles along the way, hamstrings, quads my knees and ankles which that ain't great <laughs> yeah. um you know we just kind of like pushed each other along and um i think it can help with anyone even if it's not just running having a training partner as long as they're pushing you in the right direction um they're wanting the same thing out of as, as what you are you yeah. don't want to be probably training with somebody who's looking at gaining muscle mass when they're uh, your mates looking at going on a 100k run you know yeah definitely it's kind of counterproductive um but yeah no training training with brad was great yeah, definitely for like massive accountability and also having that that actual mm. visualization of like ticking boxes off as you were going along, just saying like you had a calendar and you're just crossing boxes off or, or crossing the weeks off as you went exactly. along, some sort of visual representation. Exactly. And I even do box. that in, in business today. I literally have a, a, a planner every morning that I get in, I write out what I've got for the day yeah. and then the targets that I have. So what, what do I want to achieve that day? And that sense of accomplishment that it builds when I tick that that thing off. It could be a silly, I honestly write down, I train six days a week. Yeah. I write down train, tick that off, best feeling ever. That's that that's it's the little wins that I kind of I've learned over the last few years is to try and celebrate those. And yeah. um look, looking at you know a list of five things and trying to get through that within the day. It's also good to kind of get organized and um 
got things on the whiteboard um, five weeks in advance from new members of the team coming on board to events, to when smoothies go live, to um, when things need to be posted on Facebook groups. Not only is it good for a reminder, but it send, sends that, uh, that, that signal to, you know, I've got to get stuff done. And when you tick it off, when you get that sense of dopamine release, that, that's what it's all about. Yeah, definitely. And uh, when you go back to your training and stuff, did you at any point mm. feel like, why, why, what's the point of doing this? Why are we doing this? Is there any, was there any moment where you felt like you couldn't do it? And if so, like, how did you overturn it? How did you get your mindset back on track to actually carry on running, carry on training? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so definitely. But um, something that I learned from school, which was people telling me I was stupid, I was, I was dumb, I was going to be nothing when I was older. Those sort of things, proving people wrong, is actually um, something that I'm big on. When I have down days at work or things don't go my way or things don't go in the direction I think they should be going in, I kind of think back to that time of, you know, um, when I was, at, that's, that's probably partly why I hated school so much because I had a good friendship group at the same time. If I would pipe up in, in classes, God, I'd be ripped. Um, if I, if I didn't, if I didn't answer a question, right, right. I was, I was known as a person who didn't know anything. So I used to say to people, you wait till I'm older, you wait, you wait, I'll be the most successful person out of everybody at this school. And I think it's probably, um, the same in terms of this challenge. People go in when we tell people we're doing hundred K then saying, are you mad? You're not going to be able to do 100K. And it was almost like proving people wrong, which is probably what motivated um, myself and Brad. Um, every Sunday when we got together, we'd almost laugh about who would, who would, who we'd told. And obviously we were raising money for a fantastic cause. Um, I was raising money for Crisis, the homelessness charity. So when you're putting stuff out on Facebook and Instagram, um, people are really supportive, but they're also like, you're mad. You're crazy. You're never going to be able to do 100K. Um, but what Brad's, Brad's vision was anybody can do a marathon, which is a hundred percent right. You know, yeah, it's a challenge. It's, it's, it's tough, but people, um, can train for a marathon within a couple of months and, and get that stuff, that sort of, that sort of accomplishment done. And, um, we're fit lads anyway. So a marathon to us wouldn't been, wouldn't have been too challenging a hundred K though, running for 14 hours straight. That was more of a challenge. So trying to prove people wrong. Not that I'm somebody who likes to like go, eh, you know, but I did it. But it's, it's for me, knowing personally that I kind of stuck to something. Um, of course, I had days where I felt like, oh, I can't bother to wake up in the morning. The, the social events on the weekend and having to get up still at 4 a.m. on a Sunday, you know, we like to be going out for meals. We like to socialize with friends. So that was tough. But it's just a sense of discipline, really. And, it, and it's all about um what you take on as a person and the way you're disciplined in your life whether that's food training business how organized you are if you make the bed in the morning all those all those little things if you can prove to yourself that you can do those things and tick those boxes it's the same with this you 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 build that trust and confidence that you know you can achieve anything and and that's partly um what motivated me the most was that i knew when i did this 100k run that afterwards I could I could achieve anything because 100k to me at the time was like wow that's something I could never probably achieve but when you start to reverse engineer it and work back on a program and go do you know what if I start at 17k work my way up to 60 taper it back down actually it's not too challenging um but yeah it, it's 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 definitely a, probably a sense of um people doubting and and proving those people wrong yeah definitely and uh, how did you feel afterwards? Like, what sort of what sort of feelings did you get crossing the line? What sort of time did you finish? Late in the we evening. We finished at 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we started at 6.30. It's a funny story, actually. So me and Brad, obviously, we've never really run past 15K before. So we're, we're together signing up. And um, we signed up to the, the elite. We didn't even know this, by the way. We were like eight and a half hours, probably what we were finishing. So we were just trying to get a gauge of like what a marathon would be. Didn't have an absolute Scooby. So anyway, like a week before the race, we get our numbers in. And it was like, you're with the elite category at 6.30. We've like, we're like we're the creme de la creme of the runners. And then we're like, oh my goodness, how are we going to do this? Anyway, so when we, when we started, we were like, this is a right touch. Because if we had started at like 10.30 when everyone else had, we would be finishing. It was pitch black by the time we finished. Um, we'd, be, we'd be running through like till the, till the late evening. So luckily we finished about seven o'clock, I believe, something around that. Um, so you have seven pit stops along the way. Those pit stops are a chance for you to like grab snacks, drinks, go to the toilet. And then at 50K, you have like a halfway mark, which is, it, it, they almost get a fishing rod out and try and hook you in. And, you're, and you could be there for hours, no yeah. joke. There's coffee machines, smoothies, you know, meals on wheels, everything burgers they're just oh you know it's i was in my element and i was like okay we, we we timed ourselves we were like half an hour and we're out of here so literally half an hour on the dot we we dashed out um but yeah i think it was about half six seven o'clock at night um but the i'll tell you that the the biggest challenge for me was um the last 12k i literally all the way to 88 kilometers i felt as fresh as a daisy and i'm not even exaggerating but i, I hit 88 the last pit stop and that was it. It was like, it was downhill from there. I think the, the, the idea behind like being so close to the end, uh, you know, that was what was really like the challenge for me is trying to, you're constantly looking at your watch going, oh, another K down, another K down. When really you'd be better off having no watch, no clue, just run. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and funnily enough, Cass, Cass who um, runs the coaching and programming here at T2 Fit, he's, the, he's my right-hand man. He was working in the gym on Spotify. So, I didn't have music for seven hours of the, f- of the first part of the run. As soon as he left, checked the cameras. I was like, right, Cass is gone. Music on. You should have seen me, mate. I was flying. Got a bit of Kanye West on. <laughs> I was off. So that is the key. If you're ever doing a long run, get some good music on. And uh, the pace will go from probably <laughs> seven yeah. kilometers to uh, seven minutes a kilometer to probably so five minutes a kilometer. For anyone listening now and thinking, yeah, I could do 100K or... Now I might try like an ultra marathon. What sort of advice would you give them or what sort of tips and tricks did you learn along the way? Yeah. Do you know what? Um, Doing your research, um, looking at the event that you're going to be doing, looking at the route and trying to um, tailor your training routes around that. um, That's definitely a good idea. But I would also look at your why as well. Why do you want to do hundred K? You know, I think that's important with anything that you do. If you're looking at doing a marathon, why is that? If you're looking at dropping body weight, why is that? And that way it'll be more purposeful. You're less likely to fall off track. 100K, unless you're a runner um, and, you, and you really enjoy it. Because I, I spoke to a lot of the guys on the run. Um, like I said, you can talk when you're running. Um, they, they do this all the time. So for, for me and Brad, it was something completely different. And it was more for the challenge. Um, so what I would ask yourself first is why do you want to do it? Um, and then I would think about a target. So a realistic target of what you want to, how you want to finish this race. Is it, is it something that you want to, you want to achieve um, and raise a certain amount of money? Um, is it something you want to do for yourself to be able to finish in a certain time? Is it just to prove to yourself that you can do such a challenge where you're running for that long period of time? Um, and, and asking yourself that why is, is going to be crucial, but 
also talking to people who have done it before is going to be key so we we spoke to a lot of people who have done uh, long distance running 150 milers we spoke to some of these guys gels figuring out like it's a completely different uniform socks trainers yeah. shorts t-shirts we had rucksacks with two liter bottles of water in them you know all those things you don't realize and that you need just assist you on that journey so sh sugar crisps I, I bought a book which gave me a lot of an insight as to um what we need in terms of like salt um sleep um how how we kind of pace ourselves how do we take a sense up a hill or descents down a hill you know all those things that you don't appreciate and that you need to kind of know because 100k is serious you don't want to be signing up to a challenge training for six months and finishing at 50k and having to pull out yeah, um so you know you want to be as prepared as you possibly can finding the right training program um to give you an idea of how we structured our training program we we brad knew somebody who had done one he had done really well so we kind of just extracted his and then i tailored it a little bit around that yeah. um and then fitting it around your lifestyle so we had a thursday run a saturday run and a sunday and that was the most feasible for us to do in terms of work and running the business a sunday for me is the day where um, normally I'm catching up on emails and doing a few bits and nothing too crazy. So I knew I could really give all my time and attention to a four to six hour run on a Sunday. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say is really try and get as much information from people who have experienced it before. Um, a lot of the time you can go onto these websites and they tell you about what you need to do, but talk to people who have actually done this before. And that's going to be the best advice that you can get. Um, and, and I've done the same. If I was to do it again, um, there's things that I would probably change. Um, I mean, one thing, for, for example, at these pit stops, all there is is just snacks, 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 snacks. And these runners, Nathan, I swear, they, they, don't, they don't eat. They don't eat. These runners don't eat. I'm, I, me and Brad sat down at the last pit stop and I said to him, Brad, do you know these runners, right? They're just grabbing bananas and running. Like, I'm, I'm there, no joke. I've got digestives on my lap, yeah. free bananas. I've got four packets of mini cheddars. I'm just like ready. I just want to take everything on board. And obviously, where I've got quite a decent amount of muscle mass as well, my body's like craving it. Yeah. Um, some of these guys are, are like, you know, they're, they're naturally built as runners. They just, they grab a water, grab a banana, off they go. So, um, yeah, trying to, trying to learn how your body, I, I'll tell you another thing actually is um, training with what you're going to use on the day. That's, that's quite key. So if you were to sign up for anything, a marathon, um, 100K, if you were to be crazy enough, yeah. then train with the things that you're going to use on the day. I won't be too explicit, but if you're going to be using gels or you're going to be eating foods that are going to, you know, make you need to go to the toilet. There's not, you're not blessed with toilets every kilometer. Yeah. You're, you're, you've probably got seven out of a hundred K. So um, things that your body kind of, you know, that give you a boost or certain kilometers that you need that little pick me up, you know, caffeine shots yeah. um, gels. I, I really struggled with my salt levels. So I used to take a bottle in the front and pure water in the back. And then I'll take um, two tablets of these salt tablets um, okay. to kind of replenish those energy levels because I just felt de depleted a lot of the time um, and that was purely from salt so I was I could literally go like that on my head and I feel salt it was it was crazy so I was just trying to get as much fluid as I can back on board um, and lastly I'd say drink before you get thirsty yeah. so uh, instead of feeling thirsty and then drinking try and take sips even when you don't want it um, yeah. trying to keep hydrated um, well, your muscles will thank you for it yeah the energy levels will thank you for it and in terms of you slowly in 100k you go through so many highs and lows you go from feeling great to then all of a sudden like i said 88 kilometers i was feeling fresh as soon as i stopped and i grabbed a drink grabbed some food 
that was it. Bang. My energy levels just went down like that. No music. No one could be shouting at me enough to get me going quicker. <laughs> um, but the main thing I was proud of is just finishing it, thinking I, I, I don't think I could have done anything else. Yeah. I look at the time. The time, the goal was 12 hours. We got it done in just under 14. But when I look at what we did, there was not a chance of me doing that any quicker. Followed the training program exactly. Um, put everything in. I didn't finish thinking I could have done a little bit more there. I literally finished thinking that was it. That was that was my all. That was everything. What did you do for recovery? How were your legs feeling afterwards? Did you suffer with any any DOMS or anything like that? Yeah, different kind of DOMS. I don't know how to explain it. It was like joint DOMS. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. It was it was crazy. You know, when I got in, I, I, one of the top five moments of my life was getting in, getting home, getting in a bath, um, jumping into bed. That feeling was incredible. It was late by this point. It was like 11 p.m. Um, I, I jumped in a, a, um, a hot bath with some Epsom salts, but I probably should have had an ice bath in reflection. I just wanted to get into something warm. I was just like, I don't even care. Um, and then when I woke up the next morning, obviously my body was in absolute shock. It was like toes were hurting, my ankles, you know, my traps, my traps were so tight where I, I guess we had the rucksack on for 14 hours. And then um, I think naturally as, as when you're running, generally me and Brad had the same. We were both probably getting quite tight. Yeah. Um, under your arms, I got high cuts where my bag was. Oh. I had bruised ribs. It was like, I felt like I'd just been in a fight with Mike Tyson. <laughs> it was <laughs> mad. Um, but that day, I literally just recovered. There was an England game on, so I just chilled, waited for that to come on and done nothing. The next day, um, I was like, I need, to go, I need to get into work. So I came in and just moved. And then after a couple of hours, everything just started to loosen up. Done a little bit of recovery on the Tuesday. And then by Wednesday, I honestly felt like I could have trained. I felt good. Um, but I think that was probably because of me moving and, and getting everything mobile. Um, and then the, I just said to myself, Do you know what, I'm going to have the whole week off. And then that Monday, I started a, a new program where it was more around gaining some size back on, um, building some muscle, pushing some weights and uh, trying to get to um, a decent stage in where I can, I can build some muscle. Yeah, lovely. And what's on your what's on your this next? What's your plans going forward now, training wise, work wise? Yeah, well, work wise, obviously we're, we're growing rapidly at the moment. We're taking on another coach, which is really exciting. His name's Luke as well. Um, so I'm sure that's going to get confusing, and everyone keeps saying, "Are we brothers?" Which is it's going to definitely get messy in it. Um, but he comes on on Monday, which is very very exciting. Um, another great addition to the team. Um, we've got two new front of houses um, at the gym. So we're just kind of at the moment, obviously, I've gone from being a one-man band and in three months, um, now where we are, we're growing so quickly. It's, it's almost like we need to take on um, more people to be able to facilitate um, all of our members and make sure they get the best value from, from being here at T2 Fit. So um, we're doubling up on all of our small group personal training sessions, which is really exciting. So we're just looking at how we can expand um, the business um, in, in, a, in a quick space of time, but also making sure that the existing members that we have are still getting what they need. Um, and that's the main concern for me when we're growing at such a rapid rate. I mean, you have goals and aspirations to build at X amount of time. Um, but when it goes and it exceeds your expectations, you kind of have to think quickly and react very, very sharp as to how you're going to start implementing strategies to put on more sessions if they're getting booked up. Um, how are we going to have members of staff behind the bar to make sure if people want smoothies? We do a pre-order service now. So people who are in a rush, they can um, pre-order their smoothies and they're on the desk and paid for and they can go and, and have their day so it's things that we're just trying to add more value to our members um, and then look at growing the gym um, to new locations growing on more more members of the team um, looking for more coaches and then personally 
I mean, a day after the run, everyone was saying, would you do it again? Would you do it again? I was like, absolutely not. But <laughs> a week later, I probably would. You know what? I probably would. But six months of training is quite a big commitment. So for me, uh, it will be something which is going to probably be an Ironman next year, which I'm looking at oh, doing, uh, where I can still retain some muscle mass, not have to taper down too much of what I'm doing, but have something where I can have a goal of um, in July next year. As well as the turf games, we want to do a um, a team turf games next year, which I'm sure you 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 know about the turf yeah, games. Yeah, I know about that. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you you competing next year? Yeah, I think we're gonna do it. We're gonna get like a all male teams where it's gonna be a little bit harder than um, they say. It's a little bit more competitive, obviously, because a lot of testosterone flying around, like everyone trying to beat each other. But yeah, I think we're gonna get a team of yeah. five guys together and um, do that for the winter winter turf games, which will be uh, quite quite good. Nice. Yeah. I'll see you there, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no coming down to HQ and, and, and uh, watching yeah. what we're doing, mate. Right. I think, mate, yeah, that was really, really good. Thank you very much. Just to wrap things up, so just tell people sort of where you are, how they can find you, like your website, Instagram, things mm. like that. Yeah, well, T2 Fit, um, we're based in Old Coulston. Um, we have been now since since the 1st of May. Um, you can find us on Instagram. Um, the business name is Transformed to Fit. That's number two. Um, UK. Um, that's the same on Facebook, Twitter, um, LinkedIn. And so my personal um, Instagram is Luke A Turn. So L U K E A T U R N. Um, I'm trying to be better with social media. So if you give me a follow, I won't let you down. Um, but I'm trying to put a post out every day or every other day of me training, showing you a day in a life of what it is to to run a, run a gym um, and have a business which is constantly growing. So hopefully we can we can um, give you some value in terms of you following us and, and motivating you to potentially reach new limits, whether that means a personal goal of you achieving something in the fitness industry or whether that's something um, towards your health and fitness. So yeah, that's really the, the premise of me doing more stuff on social media too, is to try and motivate people, help people, as that's the kind of the business that we're in, is, is trying to serve people to, to become the best versions of themselves. Yeah, I'm sure if anyone's got any questions about running 100k or anything like that, they can surely reach out and chat to you about. Perfect. Yeah. Right, thank you very course, much. That was really, really good. I appreciate you having me on the show, mate. Thank you very much.